0: We live, nah. baby. We live. We nah. live. All right, y'all. We we are here, man. The the final episode of this series, Bitter Truths. Um, honestly, I'm really looking forward to this one, man. We're talking about the future. Um, what does the future look like as far as overcoming our trauma, the bitter truths within our community and our culture? Um how we want to start this off?
1: Um uh, Do you do you want to start off with that David Banner quote? Uh, you gotta remind me because he's
2: got so many quotes. I follow my man. Um, I follow my man. Yo,
3: David yeah, Banner, that nigga be
2: talking. So,
1: yeah. <laughs> so you gotta be
2: more specific.
1: So I, I, I'll I'll paraphrase it, but I'm, I'm sure once I see oh that,
2: I know what you're talking about. I know exactly. what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Okay, okay. So uh, the quote that we're talking about from uh, David Banner is um. There's so many people that have righteous uh indignation they are so wrapped up with um being Jesus they forget about Moses mm-hmm. without Moses there's no room for Jesus to accomplish What he accomplished he literally wouldn't be here exactly exactly, mm-hmm. but it's like Moses doesn't get that he doesn't get that shine he doesn't get that nod. Moses is essential. Without Moses,
0: facts. Yeah. So how would you cor correlate that to today?
2: People want to see the fruits of their labor. It's like they don't want to plant seeds. Mm. Nobody wants to try to fertilize the soil and everything. Like it's they that,
3: that microwave mentality thing. Exactly.
2: Exactly. What we've been talking about this whole time. So I'm down for planting seeds. I'm down for working. One kid at a time. Like I don't expect and that there's another quote that we went to, right? Is um it's based in that. It's based in the same thing. Um if any fight that you choose all right, uh, um if you expect to win a fight in your lifetime, you're thinking too small.
1: Mm. Yep
0: yeah
2: and, and I'm, I'm with that I'm with that I, I I told before we started this the whole con- conception of this that's uh Sonny hit me up he was distraught he was like yo like our people like we suffering like yo we had each other's necks like yo like how do we fix this how can we fix us and I told him straight up hey it was just hey we need three selfless generations yeah. We need th- three generations like, fuck me, it's not about me. Fuck and my kid, it's not about them. And it's, it's not about my grandkid, it's about our great grands.
1: And the thing that I got from that is you have to come to the realism that whatever the dream that you see, you won't be alive to see it. Mm. And you have to be at peace with it. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be alive to see this world, but your descendants will be and that is the mindset that we have to have and i think sometimes we can get so selfish that oh we need paradise now i'm like
2: mm. and you know what the evidence of that is you know you know where i got that from that three selfless generations i use i use something that we
0: all are familiar with
2: in this country constitution
4: mm-hmm.
2: everybody that signed their name to that everybody every signature on that they didn't they, they didn't see it sure they kids didn't see it they grandkids didn't see it that motherfucker helped them. Yeah,
1: it
0: that's helped good, them. That's a good example.
1: Yeah, they they were they were fresh off of Britain's thumb. They were fresh out like yo, like they and they were building this stuff up like from the ground up. Mm-hmm. fucked up way but yeah. Yeah. Way, but. yeah. And, and I, I feel
3: it's a good example but i'm not gonna put too much weight on the constitution they had to change it 25 times
2: no i feel you i feel you but i feel like but the only person that i know on our time uh, on our team that did it is ice cube or that was that was willing to do it
1: mm-hmm.
2: the only person that took them steps was ice cube and look what happened
1: that crucified man
2: what hmm. hey yo shout out to ice cube o'shea jackson senior appreciate you appreciate you because we need that and we and we need more ideas like that yeah but I mean like, yeah. he's one of the fathers of NWA of course it's gonna come from him but what happens when he's done like we just lost we just lost one of our greats we lost one of our greats Uh Dick Gregory mm. like, yeah but we still got Sam Jackson and people people are like oh you know how do you call Sam Jackson one of your favorite like we like Nobody ever talks about how radical Sam Jackson is. they don't
3: know about Sam Jackson before he was a famous actor. Like how
2: Sam was Jackson was an alumni of Morehouse. Was an alumni of
3: Morehouse. He got kicked out. Oh, no, he's an honorary alumni of Morehouse because he never graduated. From you, you know why he didn't graduate? Because he, uh, he uh, like stuck up the whole administration.
2: He kidnapped Martin Luther King Sr. Hey, uh, yeah. Locked him in. Like, yeah. The administration building. Kidnapped Martin Luther King Sr. Held him held that whole cabinet accountable. Like, hey, we need some changes. Hey, that's Sam Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. So when people are like, oh, Denzel, nice. it's always gonna be Sam Jackson for me, man. Facts. Yeah. That, that's, <laughs> that's 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 wild, yo. <laughs> Let's get to it. Let's get to it. All right,
0: yeah. let, All right. Before we go into the future, I think it is important to recognize the past generations. Okay. Like, like how you use the Jesus and Moses uh, example. Okay. So I guess, how can we do that? Like really respect our past, but still look forward to our future?
1: Let's identify something. So when, when we use that concept, by all technical means, we're the past. We, in our dream world, we're the past like I, like so in that concept so are you just talking about let's go back further in our historical context i of mean this being the present
0: either way however you want to go about it, this can be the present as far as i mean i agree with you we are the past in the sense that we got a younger generation you know what i'm saying that's that's right there behind us and they're looking at us for you know, what to do, what to do next, but at the same time we looked at somebody as well. So we have our past that we look at. All
3: right. I, I think, think
1: it was um if, if and, I could ooh,
3: let's not die us off as a generation. No, if we right, think right, about right. it, yeah. the, the <clears throat> movers and shakers that we idolize they were our age when they was really at their prime, at True. their peak. So yeah. we be we, we, yes. so right
2: now we shout know we shall know Gen X. We shout know Gen X for, for showing us what was uh what was capable, but so uh, the meat and potatoes of this is gonna be we're gonna be talking about the baby boomers. We're gonna be talking about the boomers. We're gonna be talking about Gen X. We're talking about millennials. Um, Z- and Z- the Z- Zoomers. That's what zoomers. they call them. They coined them, as zoomers. So they them zoomers. The, the Zoomers. So <laughs> boomers
0: to the Zoomers. boomers yeah, to the I Zoomers. Boomers to the Zoomers. All right. Is it because everybody was on Zoom for school? Nah.
2: <laughs> hey, I should have bought stock. Uh, we now.
1: stock. We all regretting that. Yeah, nah, that
0: shit over mm-hmm. now. Hey, so
2: that shit is dead. Are we
1: starting with the boomers? I guess we could, but it's just like I have I have a concept. I think there was a certain point in history. I can't pinpoint the time where. uh where society in America actually allowed black people to pick between a red pill and a blue pill. So the reason why I bring that up, um, why I bring that up, and you can tell me if I'm way off here, is because I think there was a certain point in history in which we, we, there was like, you know, I think it was like the late 80s, 90s, early 2000s, in which there was a sense of like, almost like a, a dullness to racism. Or to major racism whereas like we it wasn't really as profound or in our face, whereas there was a certain time in history, Jim Crow, all of this like there was like there was progressive change at a certain point, and then there was like a there was like a period in the seventies in which it was like, yeah, okay, we passed the laws but we're still uncomfortable. Then there was a certain period of like, okay, now things have become less overt, more covert, mm. and that is the blue pill. Mm. And that is like, we're not going to give you the harsh, uh, like, you know, we're not going to give you the disgusting medicine. We're still going to like treat you a certain way, but it's going to be so covert that you think it it tastes like cherries, it tastes like- Yeah, we're going to kill you
0: slowly.
2: (laughs) Do you think it's covert or we just became desensitized to it? Because my wife's family is from the UK Mm -hmm. and it is a stark difference. I think the way you describe it is how they experience racism. It's kind of like gaslighting, like oh no, like no, like it's not because you're a block. It's just you know how you act. You're not, you know, you're you're not fit for society. Like da 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 da. Like it's not because of how you look. It's because of how you act. Mm. Whereas we know, like we know, like there's no other reason. Like it's blatant. Like with the fucking Karens. You know what I mean? Like you like that shit. That happened at that Airbnb was the gall like
1: the like
2: (laughs) the audacity
1: (laughs) that you're just gonna walk for those who don't know what what are you talking about
2: okay uh, it was it was a I can't remember I think I want to say it's in Florida I want to blame everything on Florida but I can't I can't I really don't know where this was I just know it was a black family or it was it was black occupants that uh, rented an airbnb and the white neighbors entered the airbnb and i'm like well, wh- who are you like what are you doing here and i was like we're on vacation i was like well how did you guys get in I'm like yo we rented an airbnb like well why are you in here we're like we know the people that own this house and mm. like it just it just looked like you don't belong we rented an airbnb the fuck like we're patrons nice shit. and oh well, explain yourself <laughs> all right so America y'all understand what it is uh, we expect that we're talking to black America but this could be anyone uh, black America we already know what it is but regular America you can't just walk into somebody's fucking house like the fuck is wrong with you this white couple Literally just entered an establishment that was not their own and it never dawned on them. They're talking to people that they don't know. They're not listening to anything that they have to say, but they're in the right. I don't know you. Why are you here? This isn't your fucking house. It doesn't matter why I'm here. Mind your business. Get back to mind your business shit. Uh, You see what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 That's what I'm talking about. That shit.
0: I mean, I definitely think it's it can be a um uh like a miscommunication between
1: the baby boomers and basically everybody else well, they had a different <laughs> brand. well, they had a different brand of racism, so it's just almost like facts yeah i I really want to word this. Very good, cause I I honor my mother and my father and everybody that came before them. I felt like in certain, like when you get told stories about baby boomers, especially black, uh, black working, you know, men and women, they accepted scraps and they took that mentality and they were just like, well, you know, I got, I got all this overtime, you know, well, yeah, Indeed. they give me. You know, I get to do this, and like, you know, they let me do that, and you know, I, you know, I mean, know they, about working, working hard, breaking it back. They the had bumps, to survive, you know, and and it's just like, but they never shook it. Yeah, they never shook it. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying.
2: I like the knowledge, of all the baby That's boomers that might be watching this, and we Mama. we, we want to give credit, Mama. we want to give credit to all of the suffering that you guys went through, That's. and it it sucked. Like I, I'm. I want to apologize for all the people that should have apologized to y'all i want to apologize like listen what you went through was not okay it sucked wasn't cool it was not okay but it ain't my fucking fault you feel me it's not my fault that you went through some shit so don't look at me like i'm soft because i refuse to go through the shit that you went through with
3: a smile on my face but the crazy thing is we didn't go through it because they made our lives better than theirs. And that's what,
0: I, that's what I was thinking. I was like, honestly, I think you should be proud or you should really understand, like, the generation after you, is they're not going to do the same thing that you do because they realize the bullshit that you have to go through in order to get what you had to get. Like, we appreciate everything that the baby boomers and that whole generation has done. But at the same time, we've seen. They which I had to, s- to see it as the fruits yeah, of your labor. Yeah, we seen what I they had to could, sacrifice like, in it. order to to this get with that. The fruits of
1: your labor. I don't have to work as hard as you. Yeah, and like that's the fruits of it.
0: I mean, <laughs> it's, it's right?
2: <laughs> Especially in, in the workplace. But with them, you got to think about it. You got to think about it. Think about all of the advancements we've had. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's a lot. Things that they didn't even think about. It's Things they didn't lot. think was possible. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like like. I was, I was, you were in Frostburg. We were in Frostburg together. I don't think you were there. We were in Frostburg when Obama got elected, right? Yeah, that was a right. Right.
0: A- what? That was probably like my <laughs> yeah. number one night in Frostburg, dog. Oh my goodness.
2: And I can just, I just remember the videos of the black, the older blacks that were crying. They were
1: like, "Yo, I never." Yeah. That's what my yeah. grandfather said. He didn't live this. Never year. He thought like they, they would never elect the black. Black president, not partially black, no part black.
2: Hey, Tupac didn't get to see it. Right, he spoke to it. You right. feel me? So for that to happen, it meant different things for different people. Mm. Right. Well, and that speaks yeah.
1: volumes to the world that they lived in. Yeah. Yeah, that spoke volumes to it. It's just like, like you know, it, it it was a lot. Like, and and that's why I said like, yo, they had to go through so much shit. And I'm not shitting on them because I said this. The whole scrap thing. I'm just saying that was the world that they that they had to live to to through to survive. I'm
2: gonna tell you, my mom and my dad are a year apart in age, and they both cried for completely different reasons. Mm -hmm. And I'm not gonna speak to what those reasons are because you know that's that's their truth. Mm -hmm. But I know my parents very well, (laughs) (laughs) and yeah, yeah, pops, mom. (laughs) I'm not gonna. My parents are still married, so I'm not going.
0: So, so baby boomers are from the years 1946 to 1964.
2: Mm, My mom was born in 50. My dad was born in 51.
0: Yeah, I think I was around like 55. Huh? Mm Oh, I I think like 55
1: for my parents. They were both 55. Mine 56, 58.
0: Yeah,
3: just I mean, think about the psychological warfare they went through. Exactly, as yeah. Like, they literally saw and
0: like, what they People seen.
3: murdered, slaughtered in the streets
0: at a higher yeah, rate,
3: at yeah. a very high rate, where violence wasn't as common as it is now. Like, yeah. we've watched the news and this violence on the TV every day. They saw that shit in real life,
1: yeah. in real time, mm-hmm. in their face, and then barely on the news. Line, like you know um, both my parents were uh, were raised in baltimore so it was just like you got to think about it, like just in urban communities instead. yeah mm-hmm. it was turned up because it was just like you're, you're in a congested space where all of you know your brothers and sisters are in one place and then you have to deal with that they, they got you all in one place and you have to deal with that it's, it's crazy crazy <laughs> concept crazy thing to visualize uh. So, so I mean, honestly,
0: we definitely gotta respect our our elders um,
1: and what they've been through in order for us to have what we what we have
0: and what we can
1: achieve. Do you think they? Do you think they suffered some form, and this can include grandparents, some form of PTSD? Every most black person de- in yeah, America, yeah, no matter de- what de- generation de- you live, it's in. like well, like like you know that was the, well, let's let's equate that to wartime. Yeah, and then now it's peacetime. I don't no, know. No, it's, it's not peacetime. It's wartime. still war. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's a honest. different kind of war. Ex- but they have. Kind of. But they are failing to acclimate. They're failing to adjust but yeah. that's a that's a serious I gotcha. thing for everybody. i mean because they gotcha. have gotcha. they have a gotcha. lot of I gotcha. I gotcha, battles gotcha. yo gotcha. imagine
3: prisoners when they get released from incarceration I gotcha. the hardest thing for them to do is transition into civilian I life. i got gotcha. y'all. it's
2: not a failure to acclimate it's not a failure to acclimate what it is is it's not it's not their fight anymore you feel me well, at least they feel that way huh so they feel that way so, you yeah, no. so no, At some no, point I'm you gotta pass the
3: torch. At some point You gotta pass the torch. Let's, so not, let's address Let's address
2: passing the torch, right? They okay. passed the torch. They passed the torch Two generations ago You know what I mean? They passed it to Gen X They didn't like how Gen X carried it So they tried To disregard Gen X And now they're focused on millennials Because they we got the us. numbers Yeah, they can't stand us
3: but, Because we Old people never look fondly on the youth because it's always yeah. they have a wisdom, a different perspective that we don't understand. Mm-hmm. So they see so much potential that we have and we're not living and up to it. So it, it's only right for them to be frustrated. And we that's why I feel spade bad to
2: spade. We gotta call it spade a spade. They didn't tell us what was what.
0: Yeah. They didn't tell us what was what. We no. had to figure it out. Cause they barely knew though. I feel like Shit nah. Nobody knew nothing about it. I mean, it was it's just a different time. I feel like the, the shit that they went through, and, and for order them to achieve what they had to do in order to achieve is just it was
2: it was a lot. I won't discredit it. And I then for them to still try to
0: be in the workplace or around, like they got a lot to to learn. Again. I
2: appreciate everything they accomplished, and I appreciate them putting forth the effort. Right. Hmm. But here's the same thing, right? The same thing is because we got the same fight, right? Because we we dealing mm-hmm. with the Zoomers, right? At some point, it's not on us. We got as far as we could get. It's on us to take what we know and, pass and it give down. it to them. I agree. Without I w- expecting, because we we had our time to do what we needed to do. Okay, and, and it still might be I, our time to make whatever we. I need. see what you're
0: saying. But I see what you're saying.
2: When it's their time, we have to get out the way and let them fight. But we have to prepare them to, f- to have the best chances of success. I
0: mean, I feel like that's always going to be, well, not always, but I feel like that's a common battle of, like, just transitioning power or. I don't and, know. And, but uh, I also not think, our,
3: not necessarily our generation, but the generation before us, they decided that they weren't going to fight. So the baby. Hey, on, Gen was, X? What, is that before us? Gen X before, is right before us.
2: They decided they're not going to fight. <laughs> I don't want to say that they. Because we had this conversation. I me and you, son, we had this conversation.
0: They didn't have a. They didn't have technology like we had. No, no, no. Because if the baby boomers
3: could fight, they'd be
0: Ray, let,
2: me get my,
3: let me get my shit off.
2: Let me get my sorry, shit sorry. off. Let me get my shit off. Let me get my shit off. Let me get my shit off. Nah, they didn't have a, a legit war or whatever, all this other shit, right? These motherfuckers had a crack at mm-hmm. but
3: that was the war that they should have been fighting against. They, how do you fight a war that's just sucking you in like that? Like, like, yeah. like, like, they're it's but it's just a, like the it, baby boomers, it, they succumb to
1: the racism. Can't. it's like, yeah, they didn't oh, realize
0: that shit was a war, like, they just even that shit Nam, was in their neighborhood.
1: Even Nam was a visual war, honestly. It's the like, you know, I, I don't know if we talked about it. Nam was the most gruesome war there was, more gruesome. Than World War Two and World War One, uh, because it was this, it was the introduction of guerrilla warfare. But it's in your face. All wars except for the crack epidemic was in your face. Crack was something that you knew you could feel it, but it wasn't so like okay, I am. It's not like somebody, hey, I'm gonna forcefully, you know. You know, hit you with this crack. I'm gonna you give know. you this
0: first one for free, though. Like, hey, that's Sonny. But, it's Sonny. but
1: it seems like a favorite to but you. But Sonny this is my gift to you.
0: But Sonny
2: Sonny this
1: is better than cocaine.
2: Sunny, Nam was was uh, it, like when I mean, we talk about war. What you know? What war is about? Everybody knows what war is about. War is it's about not money. Not. It's all mm-hmm. economics. Nam was not about money at all. Nam was not about money. If it was about money, we could have got it up out of there. Like, what was the resource? All I know about Nam is Nam introduced heroin to our community. Mm. The first junkies was Nam vets. They was experimented on. Like my uncle talks about uh, MK Ultra to this day. You feel me? Like there was some other shit that happened with Nam. That
3: But they was doing heroin before now nah, Billy Holiday and all them was on heroin nah, I, was I feel
2: you I feel you but
3: Billy Holiday's a celebrity Celebrities always going to be on their extra shit Right but they yeah. got that in the jazz clubs They was doing heroin back in the 40s
2: Nah I feel you but, I, but Yeah but Think about it You're talking about Those entertainers
3: mm-hmm. that are Yeah but we only know about entertainers Because back then There wasn't Instagram for us to know what Regular people
2: Nah I, I feel you I feel you But Vietnam vets mm-hmm. We're on some shit oh, to yeah. get them to forget about the shit. The fuck just oh, that That's, the that's like to drugs. That's it's like not drugs. LSD. Oh, okay. All that shit.
1: Okay, so uh, war. So okay, war in the in the sense that you put on a uniform, you get drafted. You're 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 clearly you in your mind, you as the person going out to defend the country. You know you're going to war mm-hmm. when you are a consumer of a product. You don't know somebody's going to war against you. You think you're going up to somebody to buy a product. That is the difference with that generation. They were going to buy a product. They didn't know they were being attacked. Yeah, that, that's the. They didn't know until until everybody was yeah drugged it, out
0: only, and attacked. Until
1: it looks like the Walking Dead outside. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, they got us. Yeah. Oh, I thought we were just buying a product and purchasing it, and it was good stuff. I mean, I mean I but play, at the same we, time, we're we were pranked about.
0: Okay. Of, But at the same time, that's kind of feeding into how social media is now. Like, in the beginning, shit was cool. Like, it was fun social media, MySpace, Baze, Baze. But as you continue, you see people really killing themselves. It's like a lot of bad things around social media.
1: But okay, okay, right. And and that's a good comparison because how do we promote these things, right, as a good thing like Facebook, Instagram, anything, as a fun way to connect and interact with people? But if you take but if you take if you have too much screen time it can fuck with productivity it can fuck with your brain but it's not presented as someone is shooting a gun in your face mm-hmm. so the way that warfare is conducted has completely changed yeah and and then when you and then like it, and warfare is a little bit different when it's not another country it's your i it, got it. You get what I'm saying? It's a completely, it's a completely different thing. It's like, so here's
2: what I'll say to Gen X. Here's what I'll say to Gen X. Right? I'm not going, I'm not going to bastardize them. Uh, I'm gonna say that they're trying to pick up the slack now. I feel like a lot of Gen Xers are trying to put jewels out and, and and get people hip now. But I feel like in their prime, when it when it was their fight, they were just finding trying to find the rules. They were trying to figure out. Yeah, they they
0: were still learning, for sure. Yeah, for sure.
2: Yeah, so if you're still learning, you can't teach what you don't know. And that's one thing I had to learn with my my time talking to Chizzy and them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like my perspective growing up in PG, like I didn't know that the rest of Maryland didn't have parks and recs. Like Mm -hmm. I had no idea. I didn't know that I just had an abundance of resources. Yeah, like I didn't yeah. know I had access to stuff that the rest of Maryland didn't have. was it that generation
1: of birth of the latchkey kids?
3: No,
2: no, no, no. Boomers were latchkey kids.
3: No, some X. Well, it depends. My mom was a latchkey kid.
2: What's a,
0: what a latch?
2: Latch oh, sorry. So, so here's what happened. Um with
3: single-parent
2: households mm. no, 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 not really It's both parents are working. Both parents mm. are working so there's nobody there to raise the kids so they give you a key and you let
0: yourself in. I mean, that's but, but at a young age. Okay. Yeah, like my mom and was like five. set of rules. Mm-hmm. Letting herself in the house. Jeez, so, and they God.
1: give you a set of rules of shit not to do. Okay. okay. <laughs> get dinner started. Really <laughs> all right. this other stuff. Like, okay. yeah. Take, the, take this stuff out the freezer. Yeah. Do this, do that. Mm-hmm. That's where all that bullshit mm-hmm. does, it, all that it, shit comes it, from.
2: We're going to teach you how to be independent. Yeah. This is because we're both trying to
1: get it. Yeah. At an age in which you should most definitely have a baby. It, it, it'll be against the law. For I, the think, to I think that started age. with World yeah. War
2: II. I think that started with World War II. With World War II, the we, like the men were at war. The women, had to, women, go to women had to go to work. And that's the first generation of latchkey kids, mm. which resulted in the boomers. True. Yeah.
1: Yeah, wow. and then I think that also comes into the mindset of they were taught to, to just work until they until they died. like like you know it's yeah. so hard to stop a, a boomer from working fact you notice, like they're just that is what they pride themselves on, on just working even if it doesn't have the external benefit like even if it's like hey you know you can do this smarter no nah, i got to put these hours yeah I got my way it got my system i've been here for 30 some years mm-hmm. now, yeah yeah you know uh you know i earned that pension <laughs> <you know?
0: laughs> yeah that like <fact. laughs>
1: It's so crazy. It's
2: but, like, but the, I get, the, the, the I get, but I get the psychology behind it. Cause, like, you put in 50 years at a job and you see somebody come in in less than a decade, they're right where you at when you put in your 50 years and they're going to surpass you. How do you not feel foolish? How do you not feel like, damn, they got over on me? They got me. I mean. Like the, the, like I don't want to think about the man. I just kept my and, and I and I put myself up out and, and I earned. I, I carved out this. Look at this empire. This mine. I'm the king of my castle. And you see somebody put in a fraction of your time and they got, right where you're at.
0: Maybe even surpassed you. Uh, that's that's definitely.
2: How do you not feel foolish? Yeah. So you just
0: gotta be happy where you at at that. Yeah, point. that's
2: a mind fuck, and that's yeah. the issue that we're having. Mm. With a lot of these baby boomers that haven't exited the workforce. Yeah. Oh, this is how you get stuff yeah, done, man. You A-A-A-A don't understand, A-A-A-O.
0: They be big mad at work, what? Bro. <laughs> man, what?
2: Man, you don't know. This is just how stuff gets done. No. No. That's the old way. Let me show you something. Let me show you how to do this Excel shit. This is not how stuff gets done, and and be careful. Be careful. You set yourself up. Now you know what? Let's just let's just put all the cards on the table. We'll figure out what's what. You don't want that, man. You want, you want an edge. I don't need a fucking edge. I know what I know, and psh. let go and let God, right? Let go and let God, right? <laughs> let, let's let's see let's see what side Jesus is on. I'm, I'm willing gonna I'm willing to go out by mine. Oh man, like because you're bullshitting. You're bullshitting. We had we had a thing called retired on active duty when I was in corrections. When the motherfuckers rode. It's a it's usually an older cat that's almost eligible for retirement, right? Almost eligible for retirement. He might have five years left. But all of that hustle and bustle that he did for 30 years, letting you people know, abuse you know. him, oh man. Here's this new generation coming in. These motherfuckers, bright-eyed bush, they don't know. They don't know the bullshit they about to go through. Mm-hmm. Instead of warning them, let me add on
0: to this man shit. So let me get mine if you. hey 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 I'm your supervisor. Yeah. No damn well he ain't no supervisor. At all. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Nigga, you were R A too. That is a non competitive yeah. position. Like why are you not a lead? Why are you not a, a unit manager? Why are you not a shift commander? Oh nah, 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 but I'm your supervisor. Fuck out of here, man. Fuck out of here. Like, what are you talking about? Sorry. Man, uh, I got seniority. That I mean, outrank you. What the fuck are you talking about? You got seniority. Just because you're here long. Yo, I appreciate that you survived. You got through the bullshit. But let's call it spade a spade. You was on some bullshit. You was on some bullshit. I'm here to work. I'm here to learn. If you can teach me cool, and that's another thing. Another issue I have with the boomers. Just because you're of mentor age doesn't not mean you can mentor, mentor. me. Yeah. Mm. That is a fucking negotiation. That is a partnership, right? You could propose, hey, I'd like to I, I want to show you. I have to accept. And we have it's a it's a handshake. It's not a fucking hug where you could just embrace me and be like, yeah, man, I'm taking you under my wing. Yeah, that's right. <laughs>
0: Hey yo, it's <laughs> <Just> right <rape. laughs> Hey yo, you not about to force
2: your ways on me, cause not about to force your ways on me, cause and then no, no, no. We saw that shit. It, 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 did y'all see? Did y'all see? Uh, what the fuck was that? Uh, the movie that just came out, uh, Jurassic World. Nah, y'all ain't see Jurassic. World. Watch that shit. Watch that shit. The New Jurassic. The one World. that just came out. The one that, that just okay. came out. Yeah, I watched. Watch that shit And it will highlight exactly what I just said In one of the ending scenes Between the uh, Unknowing protagonist And the main antagonist Is Yo We got something I wouldn't portray this I'm not you
0: So What are the Okay So let's talk about Let's talk about us and the generation, I guess, after us. What generation is that? The Zoomers. The, the Zoomers. Zoomers. Yeah. So how we talk about the baby boomers and how much they get on our nerves, how can we kind of ease that transition
1: for the generation after us? We can't, I, we can't talk at them. Yeah, mm, Yeah. not talk at them. They were they they are just as good as us at like womp 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 womp. womp, That's real. If y'all want, I can
2: call one of my students see if they'll answer. Y'all want to do that? I mean, it's up. I mean, we don't have to. I mean, y'all up to it?
3: Y'all want to? You think he won't be? Up? The answer. I mean, the it's the eleven answer. o'clock. You know these young niggas don't sleep, so
4: <laughs>
3: they on that vamp life shit. Uh, ah! Yeah. No, shout to out sure. to shout out to Jim Jones.
0: <laughs> shout out to Jim Jones. <laughs> hey, niggas definitely don't sleep.
3: Definitely by the call this cat. Let's see what's happening. He playing whatever they got on the Xbox now.
0: Honestly, it's probably his prime time. He probably up. I don't think he went because he's, he's supposed to be, be going, going to the
2: military. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's going to the military. I don't think he deployed yet. My guy, my guy. We got we got you. We got you. We filming right now. Um
0: uh, 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 okay. <laughs> 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 this is gonna be some bullshit. Hey
2: So so right now you gonna be speaking for your generation right now and put you on blast no, just like Jack hey Knight. Yo, hey bro, we speaking for
4: the, no, I'm speaking for the <laughs> you yeah, ready, yo, he ready aye, aye. No, If anybody gonna speak to this goddamn generation it's me. Okay Alright, let's go I need the questions <laughs> Yeah, my man, yo, yeah. <laughs> All right? This, this is my question guy, yo.
0: So As a young generation trying to move forward Trying to get what you feel like You deserve How can the The generation after you Before Before, before you. you My bad Before you Support you
4: uh, not give a fuck. Honestly, like let us like literally the best motivation I ever got was not being like not feeling like I was shit. And old heads made sure of that growing up. So I say keep that around because like that that you know, that grit needs to be built in every single man and woman. I believe in this generation because like with this generation, it's like it's kind of like two it's like two sides of the same coin. It's like on one side you have the the privilege, you know what I'm saying, the ones that never really seen shit, and then you have the ones that seen everything, and it's just them that seen it, you know? So it's like it's like cause we kind of get mis con- um misinterpreted as like pussies, honestly. But then like they just take in consideration one side of, you know what I'm saying, the two coin situation. So- but honestly, old heads, I wouldn't even say old heads, because I'm not really old. I say the the old past generation uh, take on mentorship, like as in, like, take on being a mentor, like, just grab some little hoodlum about the like, out the church and just like, trucking him, like, you were like Mr. Miyagi or some shit. It's gonna pay off.
0: Word, all right, I definitely like that, and I think that's that's something kind of we was kind of talking about is like not talking to the, the younger generation, but more or less, not talking at y'all, but yeah, talking to y'all, exactly, yeah,
4: but like, that's just, I mean. I don't really I can't really even say I have a problem with that right there because it's like a lot of motherfuckers in my generation have a listening problem. Mm. Like period. Like they just don't want nobody to be talking to them about any goddamn because 'cause they're so hard headed. So, lem, they,
2: so let me so let me ask you few that so
4: let me like that.
2: Let me ask you what 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 about our dynamic allowed you to accept that situation? Uh
4: because you can't like a a human honestly honest to god you were one of the first people to treat me like a human being in high school because you were just like yo i need you for this and I was
2: like, and you say my ninth grade, man. I was like, I mean, I ain't doing shit, so yeah, I might as well. I did not fuck and with then, you in your ninth grade, yo. I, <laughs> yeah, yo no. you was too wild, your ninth, yo. I stayed away. From, <laughs> like I saw you, and
0: I was like, mm. Got to let him grow a little bit. Yeah, not yet.
4: <laughs> not yet. Not yet. <laughs> not, I, need, I need to grow a little bit. But that's okay, because I'm glad that you actually took the time out your day and to like consistently check up on me with those things like that, because. That some of that stuff made me
0: the man I am today. Mm. Honestly, but I'm still growing. That's that's dope. So that that was a part
4: Yeah, you. Because kids, I don't know what it is, but like middle school, they kind of like just was like you remember when you were telling me about like this like the chill out period? They're like, yo, just chill. Like that's how the whole concept of middle school is. Just like, yo, y'all need to chill. And I came from that, and they were trying to implement that still, like get that grade, and it made me not feel like a person. It kind of just made me feel like a, like a project, kinda, you know. <laughs> and he was one of the first people that you know what I'm saying didn't treat me like that. And I was like, well, this he seems pretty cool. It does treat me like the rest of the people, so like, and you actually paid attention to like my thoughts and like the things I had to say, even though I would say just any goddamn thing at that time. <laughs> You would actually be like, well, "Well, this is why this is incorrect." You would explain things to me, like, and give me actual examples, and not say, "Well, because I'm a adult." Yeah. You know, you never gave me that answer of like, "Because I'm grown," and that's why I stuck around and I decided to keep talking to you.
0: And that's Because that you gave
4: boom. me actual explanations to actual problems, and it made me a problem solver myself.
2: Okay. I right, appreciate you, my G. Love yeah.
0: you, yo. You represent really it really well, man. Of man. Yeah, absolutely. Shout out to the pod. <laughs> hey.
2: Appreciate, hey, appreciate it. All right, my G. Hey, get back to your uh, get back to your evening. All right. All right. Take care.
3: Now let's call one of those
4: little niggas that ain't got no sense. Why are you looking for that? <laughs>
1: hey uh, yo. Like, 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 I'm not gonna I lie. I'm pleasant like I am pleasantly surprised at how that call went. <laughs> and, yeah. and I will say like the younger
0: generation, they they know how to keep it real. Yeah. And like keep it a bit. And he was like, honestly, just just let us be for a minute and then when, when you see us or when you feel like it's appropriate time to talk to us, you know, talk to us like a human.
1: Right.
2: Yeah, but I had to learn that when I worked in. Like, I literally had to yeah. work in the correction system because, like, coming out of college, coming out of Frostburg, I, like, like I was overzealous. Like, I had this whole, like, oh, man, I know exactly what to do to yeah. get these kids, man. They wasn't fucking with none of that shit. None of it. Like, man, oh, my gosh. I remember my first kid, yo. My nigga, uh, I must just say his first, my nigga Andy, yo. Nigga Andy tried to play me fuck with him though, nigga tried to play me nigga was, cause, you gotta think about it juvenile detention is supposed to be rehabilitative, right but in Maryland it's it's punitive I'm glad you said it's supposed to yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it is. it's punitive but it, 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 I want to say it's punitive with an asterisk, right so if you're in the system and you're trying to work the system, right you'll get perks you get perks. That shit, like, for real, for real. I keep it all the way a buck. I had a kid tell me, "Yeah, man, sixteen right now. I've been getting locked up since I was twelve. This is safety for me. This is security for me. Mm-hmm. Like, it's probably the
3: most stable home he been in. Exactly.
2: Like, y'all gotta clothe me. Y'all gotta feed me. You know what I mean? Whatever happens, like, man, y'all clip my toenails for real, for real. Like. I get to go to school. I got PlayStation and, and Xbox here. I got PlayStation and Xbox here. I asked some questions. I'm like, hey, so nigga, this is what you want for your future? Oh nah, man. I know what it is. I turn 18. I get started to get charged as an adult. I'ma stop committing crimes when I'm 18. But until I'm 18, I know y'all gotta clothe me. Y'all gotta feed me. I know where my meals are coming from, and I get PlayStation and I get Xbox.
0: That's a terrible finesse, but I I, I, I see it. I get it. Like, yeah. That's shit, crazy man. Especially when you don't got nothing. So it's like you see. You...
2: But what well, also though, well, also though, this this kid, this kid, he was what sixteen, right? so it's four years of him figuring this out it's, so that's four years of him being a man at his house yeah. making decisions yep. and he's like i can't handle that house mm. because my parents ain't doing shit. my parents ain't doing shit. they're not helping me and i didn't ask to be here so i'm gonna try to figure out the street life and everything's a gamble and i'm either hit a lick and make it out on my own. I can get away from my situation and start something new, or I'm gonna I'm work this loophole that I that, that's carved out for us. That's some
0: probably older, you know, somebody that's else in that life probably try to put them on so they can protect himself because he already know that the the young guy can go through the the juvenile system and probably make it out by 18 and be all right to figure out his life. Like that's awesome. That's just crazy.
2: That whole thing like when i came into that system like i just knew i just knew i was going to change lives man i was like oh man i'm gonna help these kids man because i did everything backwards i went to intern at alternative school right so i started in the school all right I, i came full circle now that i think about it i started in the schools from the schools i went to the group home from the group home i went to juvenile corrections juvenile corrections is when you catch a kid after the act of a crime, and then they send them to placement, which is the group homes, right, so I came the opposite direction sure and worked that, got to who I could get to, and that shit started to change me, so from there, like and shout out to meek Mill and everybody p- pushing um like prison reform because. Mm-hmm the structure and the and the purpose behind it man like it needs attention it needs attention cause my homeboy Cliff shout out to Hearse. my man had to get baptized when he left like it put a spirit on you like you gotta change the way you look at life when you're in there like when I came in I'm happy to go like oh, up. take care of all these kids man yeah just one kid at a time mm. actually lasted three months
0: Mm.
2: My first week, my first week, yo, shout out to Cliff, another Cliff. Shout out to another Cliff. I'm not gonna uh, my shift commander to come to me. Hey man, I see you talking to these kids. You ain't no social worker. Fuck that shit. Hey, get them in line, keep them moving. I'm like, yeah, they they people, they fucking criminals. Mm. Nigga, you soft, man. Hey, you keep doing this bitch ass uh. shit. I'm gonna send you the waxes with the bitches. I was like, oh shit.
0: Wow, oh, that fuck? culture different. Yeah, yeah. because
2: they it's it. about safety and order. I didn't get that.
0: Yeah,
2: bright eyed, bushy tail from college. I got this psychology degree. Oh man, yeah, yeah I'm gonna work with the minds of these kids. I'm a, I'm gonna <laughs> save some souls. The thing that was, I had a, a training officer, so we was able to do bad cop, good cop. My training officer ain't played no games. I think he play no games because. We needed to keep shit safe. We need to keep shit on track. So he busts heads. He getting these kids shit, and they sit here, "You know, I can see the emotion on him." And I'm like, "I I can process with him." Hey yo, you know why he did that? Come on, man. You can't be on that bullshit. Like, come on, man. Anytime, think about his job. Think about what he's he's got a kid, right? We trying to grow men. We trying to grow y'all into men. You know what you did was wrong. How you expecting them to react? You know what I mean? Think about consequences and if it's worth it. If it's not, don't do it. <sighs> then my nigga got fired. Yeah, that's what happened. Nigga got fired. And uh, not going to say why he got fired. Nigga got fired. And I'm like, shit, my hammer's gone. <laughs> a hammer's gone, bro. Hey, I'm 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 the smoothing stone. Like, I'm out here to polish these motherfuckers up. This nigga's the he's the forger. Listen, I don't know if y'all know anything about blacksmithing. If you ain't got no forger, you ain't got no need for no fucking polisher. So at that point. Yeah, that's when y'all started hearing them stories. Yo, this nigga sticks is crazy. Yo, this nigga sticks be going, cause at the at the same time, I'm responsible for these kids' safety. At that point, All right? And fuck a lesson. Hey, I need y'all to yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all gotta get to this meal. Get in line. Hey, don't don't talk. Get in line. Get in line. You fucking around. You stopping the rest of these kids from eating. You're Fucking line. I I can't talk to you. Keep it moving. And you know when I hit that switch, the kids is looking at me like, yo. But you was just had to flip
1: the switch. Yeah. So so with like with your interaction, like you know with the youth, um, next generation, like do you feel like there's like a different mindset? Like I think I think it's publicized. I think it's like stated in media that like the next generation or maybe some millennials. Included in the mix with uh, Zoomers have a sense of instant gratification or not wanting to hustle as previous generation or not work as hard. I think you touched on it. Um, okay. Okay. Like it's, it's not so much. So don't you know how we stated that baby boomers were used to like, you know, a sense of overworking? Mm-hmm. And then they're like, hey, the fruits of their labor led us to not, to be more knowledgeable so that we don't have to work as hard. You think it's gone to such an extreme with the new generation whereas like when you like let's say you have the the advent of like you know uh, social media comedians who don't hit the you know co- comedian you know le- don't hit the clubs don't 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 go through all the trials and tribulations like you'll have somebody like phase on love who really doesn't respect anybody <laughs> from the internet at all like yeah you didn't work the clubs you didn't, uh, do this, yeah. you didn't. He didn't go through all of this.
2: So FaZe on Love is more in the same vein as fifty Cent, right? So if you look at fifty Cent, fifty Cent's gonna gauge every new act that goes that gangster rapper route. So you could be a backpack rapper, fifty cent ain't gonna say shit about you, <laughs> right? If you come out of gangster rap, oh, there's a criteria, nigga. You get you been you been shot? You ain't been shot, <laughs> yeah, nigga. I don't want to hear it because I went through some shit. I went through some real shit. Faiz on Love is of that same thing. For him to get into entertainment, he came into entertainment when it was still run by the mob. So he's just like, I don't care about a viral sensation. Like, your talent needs to speak and your talent needs to be flawless. And like, I went like, Me being talented, I don't care about talent. Like, these motherfuckers that I had to go through didn't give a shit about talent. And Remy Ma says that shit. Like, she just wanted to be the nicest as far as MC. And then she got to a point where it's like, it doesn't matter about you being nice. You feel me? So I say that to say this. Fucking baby boomers. And the reason I use that word, that vernacular, I have an adversary that's a baby boomer. Yeah And he knows who he is I don't know if he will ever see this I don't know if anybody bring this up to his attention But whatever we'll probably watch it. Whatever <laughs> You know what I mean This man Has really Not been an asset He's really been an obstacle mm. And It's like and that's why when I, when I started this, I said, yo, I acknowledge all it, everything that y'all been through. It, I apologize. I don't think anybody's ever apologized. But at the same time, fuck you. Because I did nothing to you. He came into my life, I guess, as trying to be a mentor. Mm. But I wasn't really shopping for a mentor. So always gave him respect. Even when he worked against me, even when he, even when he, like stabbed me in the back or, like, tough love, whatever he called it, whatever perverted shit that he's on, he hit me with, oh, you know, I went through this, this, and that. I'm sorry that you went through bullshit.
1: So, like, just to kind of, like, so. Um kind of stay on on the subject. Oh no, no 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 I was going to get to it. Uh, okay yeah, I just, no, no, just no, no, want to no. make sure we're still no, 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 on the train. Track. No, 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 no. I just you know just, yeah. instant gratification.
2: No 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 no. So th- yeah with it with that with that, right? I feel like a lot of baby boomers miss their um miss the fact that some of them are successful, right? I, I think they I think they miss the fruits of their labor, right? So I brought this up because he had had mentioned something. He had told me one time that he thinks that his entire generation did a disservice to the following generation with working so hard and giving them, giving their children everything that was denied them, Mm. regardless of whether they earned it or not. And I think there's substance to that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I told you, as far as we go, as far as our community goes, we don't need handouts. We need guidelines. We need a blueprint, which is what I have found out with these kids, right? Like, anything that's just, like, donated, anything that's charity, we don't appreciate. We don't respect it. Yeah. We don't respect it at all. It, it was no effort to it, like... Ain't fucking with it for real, for real. Like, oh yeah, that's cool, but Mm, thank you, but Yeah. Oh how can I get this money? And eventually, I guess what you're supposed to do. Right. So I acknowledge him for doing that. But there's a bitterness that came with that. You know what I mean? Like, you hear the shit that they say about the wealthy, right? Once you make enough money, it's not about how much money you have, it's about how much money you give away now that's the real flex mm. you feel me yeah. so i feel like they got it a little bit backwards where they were just not really focused on because they know they can't take it with them they know they can't take it with them yeah. but they're not focused on giving us what we really need to keep the shit going they want us to be subservient yeah. they want us to be reliant hey we did this. All this came from me. Pay homage to me. like.
1: I'm not going to teach you how to maintain the house, but I'll leave you the house. Yeah, and I think that this system <laughs> was
0: just, like, mad different back
1: then, too. Mm-hmm. Like, the
0: way they just did everything that they've— I'm thinking about, like, when they balancing, like, a checkbook. Mm-hmm. Like, no nobody younger than us is really going to understand what balancing the checkbook really— what that really is. But that's all they did. You know, saying that's how they operate back then. So now, then that took time. That took a lot of time to sit down, balance your checkbook, do what you gotta do for your own finances. Now it's like everything is two days, next day, like you gonna automate it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you get your paycheck two days. It's instant, (laughs) yo. It's instant. It's not too much planning, but it it does require a lot of planning. But not as much as it did back the, then. The,
1: the thing that scares me about automation is I don't ever want to, like, I, I always told myself I was going to take a year to just be a woodsman, like, just just, just, just connect to nature. Like, I'm going to learn how to survive all this. I mean, I respect it, yeah. <laughs> like, because okay. if the world, because I, I, just, I just think of... I know it sounds kind of conspiracy theory. I always think of the doomsday scenario, like, yeah, the world is a, is relying on technology. Hey man, let's shut this shit down and see how they. I, <laughs> d- I
0: definitely ain't mad at that, dog. You like, you gotta. I feel like, and these are the skills from the baby boomers, for real. Like, those are still they, essential I feel like, skills. Yeah, I know how to survive in that world. Exactly. They never taught it.
2: Exactly. They and yeah, right. I mean, I and that's and that's the whole thing. I I don't want to get too Bad down on them because of how they were brought up. Do as I say. Do yeah. what you're told. Don't ask questions. And they knew that that was kind of a fucked up way to raise somebody. Like, you kind of have to ask questions, like, to learn, to have a better understanding. Right? If, if you're going to take control of your destiny and your family, going, you need to know how things go. You can't just follow blindly.
1: Yeah, yeah but I think as a as a person, right? Nobody's ever gonna give you everything that you want or need, right? So let let's let's take it from the perspective of they probably were thinking about how they felt having to having to learn all of this different stuff. Like man, I wish like this was a real like chore or this was really like like you know stressful on me that like I had to learn how to do this and do that. Man, my kids are never going to worry about having, having to do this. They're never going to have to work because I'm going to be able to work hard, put it in the hours, and they're never going to – I'm just give it to them. But you're mm-hmm. not going to be here I mean, forever,
2: that kind of – That's going to leave a deser- – that's going to do a disservice. So here's, here's what I will give them. Here's what I will give them. They probably feel like we're like, yo, get out the way. We're like, get out the way. We still – we know that you're still here. We know that you're still here. You're not obsolete. But you need to – We we need you. To assume your new role, right? Yeah. Go into that grandparent role, yeah, yeah. right? Be that elder statesman, that, right? Be that wise old. older figure, yeah. because I don't think the the baby boomers know that that's what they're supposed to be doing now. Mm. They think that they still should be in the mix. I still got this energy. I'm still around, like or just I'm chilling, still a soldier. all the way off. Yeah, like no, yeah. your fight's over.
0: <laughs> we don't like how y'all are fighting, so. So give us some information about what you would have done, and we might not use it, but it's still perspective. You know what I'm saying? I either think way, either way, either way, your
2: time—you did what you could with your time, and you have to respect the next group coming up because you got is like what you know. Everybody know what Drake said: YOLO. You got one life.
1: It's so I feel like with uh, okay. So let's say you work work to perfect the craft right okay let's say we're talking about writing okay i'm gonna give you an example it's very it's a very uh a, like small example and you're writing neatly right like you you know how to write cursive neat everything like that cursive is obsolete at this point but um and you have a child and you want them to write cursive in a way that you will write cursive and they just don't do it. And they're not doing it in that way, but they are still doing cursive, but they're not doing it in that way. I think baby boomers, once, thing, once they realize that the next generation has, is not going to do the shit, that the way they do it, they're like, fuck it, I'll just do it myself. Fuck it. You're not doing it the right way. Oh, you don't cut grass diagonally, you do it this way. You fuck it. I will do it myself. And then it, it'll take them longer to do it. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't but, got that
0: springy step no more. I
1: mean, and I think that's that's that springy step in no the right heard. The only time that baby boomers I I'm, I kid you not. If it didn't originate with them, they will ask for help. Facts. If, it didn't <laughs> if it's on the computer, if it, it came it's <laughs> after them, like it's ask like what
2: Cuz said in the Incredible Hulk movie, Tim Roth, right? He was like, "Yo, the knowledge that I have and the body that I had when I was twenty-five—that is somebody I would not want to fight."
0: Yeah.
2: Hmm. And that's how they feel, but. They really feel that way, like right now. Like you know what, I might not be what I was when I was your age, but I think I'm tougher than you at this age.
1: I understand. So just so we're not staying on yeah, us and got, and, got, and, got and like, baby boomers, we gotta let the baby boomer. A lot go, of this yeah. is about the future. Like, it shit. is. We got like that's, that's Now we can get track. back to we get back to my nah, young boy. Nah.
2: So I appreciate what my young boy said. I appreciate what my young boy said as far as just giving game and getting out the way because they got to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I talked to him about the, about his music selection. I can't stand it. Facts. Can't stand it. Yo,
0: these these young niggas. Yo. I can't stand it. I can't I call them real, niggas. Yo, I, What do you listen to? I
2: Oh, my gosh. So, he was... So, he he, he makes music. Okay. And he asked me to critique some of his music. Uh. And I'm going to tell y'all what I told him.
0: Trash. Trash. No, no, no. Back to the drum board. No, no, no
2: for me for my preference too much juice world mm. it's too much juice world and he's like yo who's better than juice world i'm like for me juice world is just a diluted kid cuddy that's where all that started with me mm-hmm. and he thought about he it he Diluted like, oh.
3: musically not actually chemicals in the system he's definitely <laughs> <the world. laughs>
2: but at this point i've realized Outside of Griselda, I don't want to hear nobody else new.
3: And they're old. They're
0: not even, yeah. like, they're no, new in Earth terms Gang, of. Yeah.
2: J.I.D., I don't want to hear anybody else. Oh, all right, else come on. I,
0: I would disagree with that. I fuck with Earth Gang
2: and, No, no, no. I said Earth Gang and J.I.D. are included. Oh, but okay, I don't want to hear right. anybody else new.
0: Yeah. I don't want to hear. Yeah, I else. mean, the, the music is definitely. And, all right, this, you just made me think of, like, so back in the day or like the 90s or. Mm-hmm maybe early 2002 they'll say like that hip-hop music was about being the drug dealer or being the boss but Mm -hmm. then now this younger generation is really about being the drug user Mm -hmm. so like that that's that's a totally different side of the coin like that's a different type of effect do you feel like that really affects the future and so but it
2: so here's the whole thing you got a whole different dynamic right you got a whole different dynamic and,
1: I th- I think I think I think things come in come in waves because in the seventies it was embraced to be a user to, to Are you talking you about Jimi Hendrix? Indulge, to indulge in. Some you know, Ray,
2: uh, Ray Charles and, and okay. All
1: that all oh, that type God. of stuff. It was popular to indulge.
3: But okay. it wasn't in the music. It wasn't in the art.
1: Yeah, but I say it wasn't. In the not as, not as much as, as blatant you, as it is now not or like, as much as it is. Maybe like, it, wasn't it
3: was all, overtly. It, exactly. It's not overtly. So it's going to be always like covert stuff in art. That's what makes the art. But yeah. now this night even it's not even, Cloud it's not even covert all about
2: heroin. But
0: right. you don't know that it's heroin until you You, you can go to, to Future's song, whole last obvious. album. That's one song. You can go to Future's whole last album. It's nothing about drugs. Yeah, it's that's all, why, that's all why drugs. I like they might they might you know Talk about being in clouds or Mary Jane okay. or like stuff like that. Like, okay, it's like sub. It was innuendo. Yeah, okay, yeah, but now okay. it's like okay. I'm just flat out depressed and I'm I'm ready to kill myself.
1: But it's all about a, a a trendsetter, somebody who comes along and breaks the matrix, right? Matrix, right? You could argue it was Lil Wayne. You could argue it was Future. You could argue that like all the emo rap is XX and Tos, Tos yeah. Young. Yeah, he was the he was the guy who bought that. Who bought that wave like emo rap yeah, I mean. or whatever? So it takes one. It only takes one. It's like, damn, this is different. It's vibing. It takes a hit. It takes a hit song that sounds good sonically. And there you goes. got something. Yeah, Lil
0: Wayne definitely. Like you know what I'm saying? Or three. I know monically.
1: the song. I know the Lil Wayne song.
2: I
0: know all them bitches.
2: I know. The, no, no. I know the song that changed rap. Which one Just was Just like. That? um so right now i'm watching i don't know if y'all what watching.
1: song was it negro did you just say you know the exact song i know that right that's, that's what a, i like i need to know <laughs> okay no i, I just up? wanted to clarify yes, that. Just said that lollipop so.
2: lollipop lollipop changed rap
1: some told me you was gonna say that it did
2: how Look at the tempo. Look at the beat. <laughs> and yeah, and, and and then what was it? The uh, auto tune. I really the hated that song. Yeah, that's I the mean, one song that Lil Wayne really wasn't like spitting spitting on. That yeah. nigga was harmonizing. What is everything else now? Yeah, harmonizing rap. Okay. Because it was ringtone rap before that. T Pain was killing it. So He ain't do what the fuck Lil Wayne did with lollipop. And this Static Major died. And that song and that sound stayed.
1: So okay, so we're, we're going to move through this shit.
0: We definitely will. these tracks. It's, we, we cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool.
1: No, so we talk about music, like you know how it's changed over time. So like okay, the uh, so one of our so one of our points with the future is the advent of the internet and where we're at and how that can impact um, the progression. Let's talk about how that. Can impact the progression of our people specifically moving forward. Like, uh, how has it negatively affected us? uh, Affected us, and how is there any way to like maybe manage it to whereas we can leverage it to positively, like uh, push us forward in the future. I think. Uh,
0: Oh, go ahead. I just be quick. I think we got to be more. Aware and conscious of the artists and the music that we push and promote. Um, I think, cause like we have, it's great artists that that don't really talk about the drugs, the sex, and just the negative stuff in general. But they don't get promoted. And the ones that want to talk about the shooting, you know, drinking codeine and shit like that, like those are the ones that get promoted on the radio, those are the ones that get the influence of our children, and those are the ones that our children wanna be like.
2: I feel like that is beyond us, though. I feel like that is that institution. I feel like that is part of the quote-unquote matrix that we're stuck in, whereas, um, I can't remember who I was listening to. I, I, uh, I consume a lot of content um, because I work with the youth and I need to know what they're talking about so I watched the interview and they were talking about radio uh, movies music and everything and just we just talk about radio right now right so they were talking about if you look at every genre of music you look at everything there is no genre of music that promotes violence, debauchery, crimes amongst their own people outside of hip hop. There are no country songs, there's no rock song, there's no mm-hmm. K-pop,
3: none of that shit. It's no, it exists, it's just not It's not it's not, it's not On glorified. The, On it's the not radio. glorified, but also we got to think about what hip hop comes from. It comes from violent inner cities. So that's the nature of the genre <laughs> of music.
2: So I had this conversation with my wife and her family, um, cause she's Jamaican. So I was like, "All right, hip hop is a mutation, a evolution of reggae."
0: And if you listen, in a sense, yeah, yeah. And
2: if you listen to reggae, like my wife was just playing some random song, And I'm talking about beautiful beats, melo- great melodies. And they talking about killing niggas too. Ridiculous! Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the most jolliest shit you're thinking to hear sonically it's just violence, murder, sex, all of that. Like really? it was I can't remember the name of it. He's just talking about killing gay dudes.
3: That could be any regular. <laughs>
2: exactly. <laughs> <Ever>.
3: <laughs> wow. Exactly. I, it, and I was just I mean, like has his famous song is a uh, boom bye bye and about the mm-hmm. boy dead. Like he's talking of that. about killing Yeah,
2: and it sounds so jolly. Like yeah. you just like oh my like I'm talking about it sounds like something you would hear in a cartoon.
0: Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, that's that's uh, that's that's bigger than hip (laughs) hop. Yeah, it's legit bigger than hip hop. But I think
3: to your question about the Internet, the Internet just creates the unlimited access to everything. Mm -hmm. But I think to to limit what the kids it has to like parental control doesn't exist anymore. Right. When we grew up on the internet, there was parental controls. Exactly I, like, I not go to, gotta, to We, we had had to every go to all these proxy websites to like, get to shit. the shit that we weren't supposed to see. That, I got answer real. to that. That's my really young boy, real. my young boy told me
2: because um I talked to him. And, and all my kids asked me, "Oh, when are you gonna have kids? When are you gonna have kids, you know." Mm-hmm. So when I talked to my young boy, he um he told me just remember all of my terrible influences. Everything that I got into was pretty much just. When I was spending time, I when I spent time alone, I found things. I didn't know what they were. Right. I had to explain something. He says, so if you spend time with your children, if you spend time with your loved ones, and younger ones, all the time you spend with them, you can shape and mold their access to information and how they see the world. Mm-hmm. The moment you stop, they're on their own and they're going to find something to fill that void. Mm-hmm. So if you want your kids to be financially literate, if you want your kids exposed to healthy things, you have to spend time with them. Which goes to what happened when I was in Juvenile Corrections. We had a big plaque in front of Sheltenham Youth Facility that said, please spend time with your children so we won't have to.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's right there. So we used to have this chant. We used to have this whole thing. It was the motto was. When we get past the emotions and feelings of adults, we can start to work on the futures of our children. That's because good. when it comes down to it with these adults, it's just, oh, I, I feel this and da 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 Like, all oh, this ego. Like, if the kids are the future, put your money where your mouth is and, and focus on them.
0: I could definitely see how, as I get older, I can see how adults can just be complacent or... Maybe just feel the type of way that they did not accomplish the things that they want to accomplish. So now they feel like they don't got nothing to give back.
2: And that's why I said, that's when I was talking to Sonny. It takes this, for us, for our community, it's going to take three selfless generations. It's yeah. not about us. Facts. It's not about our kid. It's right. not about and, our and, grandkids. And it
1: really sucks because you want, because whenever we talk about like parenthood and things like that, it's like, oh, yeah, we want to see our kids thrive. The dream is literally so big. You won't see that out of your kid. Yeah. Don't think about it. it. It it goes past. Oh, well, I understand. It's not about me. It's not about your fucking kid. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> That's how big it is. Like our
2: community loves to loves to bring up the Asian community, right? We talk about China as a nation. China as a nation. They only focus on the nation. They don't think about the people at all. And when the world, when when it comes, when it comes to the, the Chinese people the world would be like, oh my gosh, Chinese people are treated horrible. Like Think about that uh, Olympics, right? Where they went to every province and they bust those people in to build that stadium without pay.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And then when they were done, find your own way home. This was your duty to your nation. Hey, shit. You, you see what I'm saying? The grass isn't green on the other side. Yeah. But China's getting shit done. Like China's a threat. China is what everybody's worried about. You feel me? So they got their priorities. Yeah, Stop leave. looking at Perfect. what these other nations are doing. And we need to have a, a true conversation with ourselves. And at the end of the day, that, that the, the, the focus on that conversation needs to be our youth. Not you. Facts. Not your pops. Not your, nah, our youth, our future. Mm. What are we going to have? Chill. And are we going to keep, Putting it in the hands of other people. Are we gonna keep throwing our resources to other nations? Are we gonna keep throwing like we're just wasting time and wasting everything we built? That's how I see it.
0: I I
1: I agree with you for real. So I'm gonna tackle I wanna tackle two at the same time. Right. So when we talk about tradition, I wanna talk about traditions and education, right? Okay. So I think when we talk about education, we're talking about like what what can we, what can, uh, I guess what we're instilling into the next generation that could be Zoomers or whatever the generation is named after them. Mm-hmm. The fuck would it be? Would it be like double A, like a double a battery or some shit? Yeah, cause they probably gonna be energized. Uh, like
0: <laughs> <or> <laughs> they, something they like that. They gonna have some energy for uh, 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 The metas.
2: The metas, the metas, the metas, man. Oh, the, more. <laughs> definitely gonna be in that dish.
0: <laughs> oh man, the future gonna be Whew.
2: Cause I told, I told, like, y'all, y'all heard the meme, right? When the dude was like, "Yo, it's crazy." You know, I, I, I can only think about how my parents had to think about the birds and the bees. He said, "But now, <laughs> we gotta talk about the birds and the bees, the bees and the bees, the birds, the birds, the birds and the birds." And the birds. <laughs> The bees that used to be birds, the birds that used to be bees, <laughs> and, and the not birds
4: lying,
0: that used to be bees that still got a sting. <laughs> <laughs> like. I see that joint, yo. He, hey, yo. He yo. was not lying, though. Like it's definitely different conversations I need to be had compared. And to it's
2: like past. by the time we get around to our children, which are gonna be way past zoomers. Probably the in the Zoom is like they're gonna have obstacles that we can't fathom, mm-hmm. like shit that we didn't even think
0: of. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, now, and know. that we probably low key created or supported at the time of, of now. I, see, that's I don't, I don't know if it's us that's that
2: supporting
3: this.
0: Yeah, well, not us, well, but I, us I think as I, a I think as yeah, a as a
3: group, but us as a country what? are supporting the be We're both not supporting, but. But moving along. along with it, yeah, we're not fighting against it, so right? In a way that is supportive. I
1: think I think we've done a good job as as a human race oh, of each previous generation creating problems and solutions for the next generation. Yeah, facts. there are pluses, but also negatives. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, we have advanced technology, but at one point, like yeah, back when there were swords and shields and stuff like that, we didn't have to worry about nuclear warfare. Mm-hmm. Like, but we can drive. like there's a pro and a big fucking con like you know what I'm saying so I think that we're going to inevitably we're going to give them great solutions but we're going to give them a big ass problem oh yeah they're going to have
3: unintended consequences for our actions like we could think about the possible repercussions they'll have to face but there's going to be things that we never could have thought of like when they started driving cars they wouldn't have thought that all the smoke from the emissions was going to True. pollute the sky. Yep. That just happened to be a consequence that we found out 50 60
1: years later. This is, this so is meta me, world going to be crazy. Yeah, so let me give you an example, right? So I have sleep apnea. I use a, sleep, a CPAP machine, right, to uh, help me get, you know, the best possible sleep, you know. So far I've been good sometimes without it, sometimes with it. They've created something and I think this is going to be a thing. <laughs> Like, you know, you know, you know about, you know, cyborgs and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. the fiction, That's the next phase. So there is a actual CPAP device that will help that that you can implant. Like, so it's going to start off with implants. I think there's an actual internal CPAP machine. I don't need anything on the outside. I just use something to press a button and something inside will open up my passageways to make sure nothing closes off. So I don't sleep. It is in. It See? is implanted in me. I think if that is a success, they will keep on implementing shit to insert into it. Hundred percent. So that could end up being a great benefit, but also a big problem. Mm-hmm. Like, what if you could just like press two buttons? Boop boop boop. Mm-hmm. so not even that i mean oh, whatever the material they make
3: <laughs> make it out of that could start to like disseminate within your body and mm-hmm. cause cancer like who knows what yes. the hell could happen Man. like you, like logan like the movie logan like when the antimanium started to kill
2: Antomanium, him yeah it started to poison him but yeah no nah, no nah, what you're talking about like so you know y'all know about the, the little implant microchips right mm-hmm. you, know, you know what i mean it gives you access to security build, yeah like uh did y'all hear about the guy that got microchipped and then he altered his microchip to emit a, a software virus? Oh shit. Yeah, hey, uh, yeah. He altered his. He he messed with his microchip. Bite the power. That every time he swiped through an access point, it put in a virus. Only his microchip worked. Damn. Everybody else got locked out of the system because like the microchip was to like access to get access to the building, but it also was your, your pay, your time, everything was on it. And then if you wanted to like buy something from a vending machine, you just use you just wipe your hand, all of that. Yeah. Everything was just him leaving trails of his virus and everyone completely got locked out of the system. I think we
1: watch movies in which warfare is cyber, I think at at next generation that will be a bigger threat and i know it's a long i don't know about threat. next generation they are doing it's that happening now. Mm-hmm. it they're happened 10 years uh, uh, ago they're
2: definitely doing it now well
1: right now i'm i'm going to be honest nuclear warfare is not being trumped by cyber warfare right now it's not like no, it's, nuclear warfare is a threat trumped. cyber warfare is actually
3: happening yeah i feel yeah. like cyber it's
1: happening but it's
0: not it's not as grand as it could be but it's definitely i feel like it's moving like it's 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 the next big thing. Like, yo, it's to the point where somebody can just walk up to you and just have something where they can take all your information off your credit card if you don't got the why, why the do right you think
2: China has their own internet? Like they're not on the World Wide Web and Russia left the world wide web right after China did. They have their own internet. So smart. There's a reason for that. So when the grid goes down, if they do attack the internet, they're isolated. They can keep their systems running. Everybody else, Africa, the Americas, the three Americas, because most people just think it's just two, the three Americas, Africa, Australia, and Europe, Asia, the rest of Asia is done. It's just China and Russia is still operating.
0: Did did we touch on the? Uh, what you your earlier points about education and? Uh, <laughs> no. I feel like I feel like he started, but too. My bad. Do you remember? Mm, we was
1: supposed to
2: be education and I'm, tradition. Yeah. Education and
3: tradition. Yeah. Is this like a versus it. thing, or like the importance of education and well, tradition, or my, my the is lack is, of importance of like?
1: I was trying to blend them together because you know, like traditions could be things that you teach, like that you, like that you, that things that we should be passing down, like
3: social education, not necessarily right. like intellectual. Like,
1: so, it, so it, it, so I think traditions can kind of leak into education because (coughs) traditions are things that you pass down in order to pass it down you have to teach it like you have to kind of educate the next generation so um we can kind of fuse that together just to cover both points so like what are some things that we think need to unlearn and things that we need to implement for the next generation to be successful
0: Mm, are we hitting our, our time so this might be the okay
1: that's so i tried to come yeah them. this this would be a good
0: one too say it say it one more time
1: so when it comes down to tradition and education what are some things that we need to implement um and keep to teach our next generation and what are some things that we need to unlearn and um uh, basically stop with our generation i feel like one major thing that's already kind
0: of happening is really just following the system and following like the the idea of the America dream, I guess, like it's been passed down from generation to generation. Like go to school, go to college, get a good di- get a good job, you know, establish yourself with your family, and then that's it. But now it's like the younger generation they understand like going to work for somebody else, you know, spending forty to sixty hours a week is not the move so let me at this young age figure out ways that I can create revenue start a business and do something different I feel like that would be a big starting point for us but
3: I also think that we should teach that that is not for everybody yeah and that's true because now we have uh, everyone's trying to be an entrepreneur and no one wants to work so you can't run a business if you don't have employees yeah so every like when we had that small business loan during the pandemic everyone uh, qualified for it because you had to
0: have like less than 50 employees yeah you only got
3: one employee that's yourself at that point you don't really run a business
0: yeah so i I guess the better way to say is being more self-aware understanding where you fit in like college isn't for everybody but at the same time entrepreneurship is for everybody as well i think with the the unlearning we have to like unlearn
3: dogmas, which are just like things that we've accepted as a social group, but it's never actually been proven mm-hmm. by anything. So like, going to college is the best way for you to succeed, even though like, I guess they say over a lifetime you make a million more dollars, but the government gonna tax sixty percent of that, so you only make about forty thousand more, <laughs> or four hundred
1: thousand dollars more. And over a lifetime, is it really worth it? All right. I think sticks already started one thing is just kind of like getting on the next generation's level and having real human conversations, like we, we have to continue that. Like like for, yeah. like like based on what you're saying, right? I, what I've had to learn through trial and error is that your skill gets you the money. Like the, the, the skill, like if you acquire a skill that is in demand, right? High demand, mm-hmm. but rare. It, it can it can it can get you money as an employee. It can get you money as a business owner, as long as it's something that's in demand and it's very rare. Now that's a hard thing that now that can be a hard thing to do. But if it's like, hey, look, uh, where we're going with technology, there are certain sectors within technology. Yeah. There are teams that certain companies may not have certain stuff, or even something mechanical or skill. Mm-hmm. Pick up a skills like you know, like I think everybody's good at something. All right. Mm-hmm. Figure out what you're good at. Figure out the demand for it, and just perfect it. Like if you have a knack for it, if there's a market for it, perfect that skill. I'm not gonna tell you that this is a land of milk and honey, and that you oh just go to college and major in anything. I will right. not tell you that. Not at all. That, yeah, is, that is that is that is. I, I'm That's counterproductive. Mm-hmm. I love everybody who told me to go to college. I should have gotten some fucking direction. Yeah. About that, like I'm I'm gonna be very honest. That is the one thing I look back on. I'm like. I had no idea what the job market looked like when I was picking my major for college or, like, or at any point in college, I had no idea what that market was. Part of that was my fault for not looking to it. but But also-
3: part of it also is we grew up in a time when the world literally changed as we were growing up. So when we graduated high school, computers were like a thing, but people weren't really working mm-hmm. with computers like that. But by the time we graduated college, Everybody's working with computers, so when you go to pick your major, the world changed. Yeah. So is you would have had to already had a interest in computers in order for you to you would have just been hitting the lottery. Like oh, I kind of had an interest in computers, so I picked it, and then you lucked up. But for most of us, we all graduated with something that we didn't go into the work field doing, and now we're backtracking. Hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. almost hmm. definitely.
0: It's like I'm um, still paying that shit. Well. Jay-
2: <laughs> it's like what Jay Z said. Everyone's born with genius level talent right like even with him, he didn't take he didn't really take to his skill with rapping because it came that easy to him mm-hmm. like he had to start seeing the actual returns you know what i mean like it was it was second nature so he was all and he just really can't be that important because it takes no effort.
3: But also yeah. I think that's something That we do have to keep As a tradition That we're kind of losing Is the value of longevity Like we are so quick To bounce If it's not happening For us within a year Or two mm-hmm. years But Jay-Z is a perfect example He didn't His first album Didn't come out till he was 26 He had a He went through Different avenues Of really being successful To find that To really come to the conclusion That rapping was his niche And a lot of times We give up Before we get to that point That's for real and kind of like where you said, like, it's a supply and demand in terms of economics. But if you're a master or something, you're always in demand. Mm-hmm. So it's if you work on becoming a master at whatever your skill is, you're always going to have a job. Mm-hmm. And
2: Dre's so on point because we go back to my my appreciative OG, uh, Sam Jackson, got his first starring role. Like, he didn't pop till he was 42. 42. Mm-hmm.
3: You know I mean? And in Hollywood, that's think about, ancient. Think about yeah, real Come sure. on,
2: man. 42. Yeah. That's tough. So, yeah, man. It's like if you have a dream, what did Denzel say? A dream without goals is just a waste of time, mm. essentially.
1: Mm. That's. Who was the role when she Was that Jungle Fever? Mm um, Wasn't the one. Who told Samuel? Samuel
0: Jackson wasn't he a
2: crackhead and he
1: mm-hmm. killed by his daddy in that movie? Yeah,
0: no, no. He was, he, a, he was in school days for like a hot second. Yeah, he
2: had little minor roles. I'm talking about his first starring role, right? And so he, the first, I'm gonna say his first role was um was it was it Sea of Love? It was something. It was some Al Pacino movie, and he was like uh some regular cast, but I'm talking about like. Why am his, I thinking Pulp Fiction? But I think that's not it. <laughs> So here's the thing: with Pope Fiction, that wasn't written for him. Pope Fiction was not his role. Pope Fiction was written for uh, Lawrence Fishburne. (laughs) No, really, really. I mean, Quentin Tarantino was talking about it. Pope Fiction was written for Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne turned it down because he wanted to be a leading man, and Mm -hmm. Pope Fiction wasn't a leading man role. Like it wasn't like it was the same. It it was higher than Ving Rhames' role, but. wasn't the star of the show you feel me so yeah for lawrence fishman to take his career the direction that he wanted it to go he had to turn down he wanted to do pulp fiction but he couldn't do it for his career his career sake um the future it's funny denzel wesley snipes um Lawrence Fishburne somebody else uh and Samuel Jackson were all part of the same Broadway company. They all did plays together. And everybody else was getting and that's why uh Samuel Jackson credits his uh his uh sobriety to his wife because he's like he was he was in the mix, but he was on drugs and wasn't getting them roles. That's why the whole thing like you talk about Jungle Fever. He was on drugs. Like that was authentic, like he was really like living that. Yeah,
1: he was a functional cracker. Yeah. 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 So so yeah, great side story. Huh? hmm Uh <laughs> Yeah, we got we
0: got we gotta wrap these. <laughs> yeah. We can wrap it up though.
1: <laughs> good combo. All, honestly, all around great combo. Yeah,
0: honestly, this is a good a good series for real for real. Just oh, to yeah. to really unpack the the ways that the society and really ourselves in a lot of ways, kinda hold ourselves back. Um, and just not recognizing our past and the shit that we've been through and how it affects us. Yeah, how it affects us and and, and the opportunity that we have in the future if we kinda not play our cards right, but just understand what's ahead of us. And that's
2: what I need us to focus on. Like, I don't think a lot of us recognize the opportunities that pop that pop in front of us every day. You know what I mean? Like is a meme I saw that yo we pass on million dollar ideas to work a seventeen dollar hour job. Yeah. Like we literally give up on our million dollar dreams for a seventeen dollar an hour job. And it's like that's what we're taught. Like get the guaranteed thing. Mm -hmm. Get the like and that's like the welfare state, right? I always focus on us getting away from welfare because of how it hurts us and what i never really acknowledged was the thing that hurts us the most about welfare is the narrative behind it the narrative is oh without welfare it's like america's turning us back on on the black community we're not the majority that's on welfare it's the white like welfare is for white people like the majority of the people that I know that are on welfare that are on that system are white people. Like, it's not us. We're not the ones. Like we're not the ones that are leeching tax dollars for the welfare system. It's white people. Because if it was us, that would be over. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, There's no way. So yeah, man. Nah, nah, nah. We we
0: re- we really needed this. We really needed this. And we gotta keep it going. Yep, yep. For sure. Uh so any any last words or any I guess or maybe any any ideas of future conversations for real. Uh, well.
1: well, like I guess we could start off with like last remarks or like maybe the episode of the series. So I think, you know, you know, shout out, you know, shout out to sticks, man. We, you know, I'm I'm glad we were able to shoot this and able to work together to get this done this Word. our brainchild that we really wanted to push out and um, you know get on camera so I'm glad we were able to do that so that's a great accomplishment um,
3: actually before we wrap it up can y'all explain how y'all two came together to think about this series because I don't think we ever discussed that. That's good.
1: <laughs> yeah so um, how w- I, I think I was kind of I think like so in the midst of our conversations I picked up a rhythm like of what we would constantly touch on every time, like just based on what we were seeing on social media, like hear from different media outlets and stuff like that, like just so much conflict amongst black people, more so black men and black women. And you're always just hearing so much negative and bad stuff. And it's just like, in my opinion, I think I just came to him, he could clearly hear the tone in my voice like damn near like man we got to we got to say something we got to we should do something like you know like we talk we have in-depth conversations about this all the time like mm. the status of black people yeah. and i feel like yo we're we like you know i know so many intelligent black men and black women and i'm like how are we not doing better than this like how like how like i don't know how like it was it was baffling to me it's baffling like it really blew me like, so I was like, you know what? I would like to put this on camera, I want you to roll with me, I want you to to work let's let's, let's get this let's get this squad together, let's do this I want you on, let's do this so that that's kind of how I came to him i don't I don't know if there's anything you want to add to it oh,
2: no no that was that was hundred percent yeah my whole thing is my my dad taught me to observe first like. And I think that's when we were talking about um, mentors and mentorees and it being negotiation, being an acceptance, my mentoree um, pointed out something to me that I didn't even know about myself. He was like, yo, listen, I watched you before before I even came to have a conversation with you. I always watched you. Everybody's talking a stuff. Everybody's pointing out. He was like, you only speak when you are knowledgeable about the subject. Like, and usually you're the last one to speak. You let everybody get their shit off and then you'll interject, you'll correct, or you'll highlight something, you'll give clarity, and then you get out. And I was like, yeah, yeah, because <laughs> I don't want to be that guy that's just talking just to talk, just to hear my own voice. And then somebody's like, oh, no, 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 You're absolutely wrong about that. If I'm wrong, explain to me how I'm wrong. Don't just say I'm wrong. Like, Like, teach me something like mm-hmm. i'm i'm of the ilk that i'm you're never too old to learn something right. and i just try to instill that into my kids so when me and sonny have conversations i never tell sonny he's wrong i just highlight certain things well maybe this maybe that you know what i mean yeah, i try to be a contrarian because i can <laughs> be but um just
0: offer for a different perspective in a way. yeah yeah.
1: And that and that different perspective opens it up to a even broader conversation, right? Like, and that's how we really, honestly, like one of those conversations was. And this is like a segment of one of our many conversations, but this was just something like, hey, once he offered his perspective and I had mine, and then the conversations kept on going. And I'm like, we have these strong opinions about this stuff, and we both care about it. So you know, let's get it on camera. Let's see if we can put it out there to see, to just put the information out there and make sure that we do our part and spreading like, at least our opinion. Like we, you know, I can't say for certain if we're right or, you know, if we're right, wrong, or whatever, but it's something that we see from our perspective or my perspective, your perspective, your perspective. We just wanted to put it out there just to get a conversation started. Um, And yeah, I'm, I'm glad we did that, you know? But that was that was the basis of it.
0: No yeah, man, it was definitely needed yeah. conversation, man. Definitely glad y'all came here and uh, we made it happen for real. Yep, yep.
2: Appreciate you guys, man. Thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for allowing me to be a part of it. Uh, and more importantly, thanks for putting it out there so the conversations keep going. Okay. Because essentially, my goal was to. Kind of like put questions out there to start conversations and that's why I always say it's about accountability and growth and you gotta allow that space for each other to grow right like you don't grow stagnant in your own mind you know what I mean you got to trade ideas like we all think different mm-hmm. we all bring something unique mm-hmm. and mines isn't more important than yours or yours and yours aren't more important than mine mm-hmm. but together I feel like we can find solutions. Mm. You know what I mean? Like not one of us has the answer. But because our situations are different, our needs are different, and that's why we had that situation uh, we had that episode with the ladies. Like I feel like with our listeners, like with us, we'll we know each other. We got a, a more familiarity where we can put out will we disagree or, you know, check each other. And Sonny did with the, when the ladies came. I didn't want to interject when the ladies came. It was a couple of things that they said that I didn't really agree with, but they got to get theirs out there, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And hopefully when they watch back, they watch the whole series and it can be some growth, you know what I mean? It's about challenging each other's views for us to grow as a collective, because we do need to find some common ground to start moving. Because right now, things aren't being said. Things are being kept in. There is no conversation, and there's no growth without conversation.
0: And I like that. it's no growth without conversation for real, and that's definitely why we're here, to to spark conversations. Um, Real thoughtful and, and you know, meaningful conversations at that. Um so definitely uh drop some comments. Um let us know what you guys think. Um any other ideas or conversations you'd like to have. You want us to
1: revisit anything, yeah. want us to keep
0: it going, Ooh. let us know. Word for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you for watching. Thank you so much. Thank you.
0: Also, uh, we gotta do the the uh the proper outro. Um follow us on social media. I'm really going to get these clipped up so we can really start sharing these <laughs> motherfuckers. I b- bro, let me tell you, all right. This shit is going to pop, all right? It's only a matter of time. So, I have the experience um in working with um a collective of business owners and um and organizational leaders who are all on the same mission of really trying to build their digital presidents, their digital presen- presence. Mm. presence, presence. Yeah. Ooh. So we created a website. Um, it's in the works, so we're still creating it. But what's going to happen is we're going to have um, a lot of our content, a lot of our clips, our videos, um, and a lot of information just about us um, there. So coming soon we'll say what's good bro.com um, we'll be hosting all our, all of our conversations all of our products all of our services everything that we do for real so um you'll be definitely be ready to check that out real soon and um, what else can we announce I feel like it's something else that's that's brewing but now nah, man we're always working and uh, so like I said follow us on Instagram at Wdb podcasts. On YouTube at what's good, bro. And then lastly, what's good, Coming soon, man. So we study going up, man. And thank y'all for listening and watching this series of uh, Bitter
1: Truths.